Internews Health Journalism Network presents Reporting on Stigma Kate Thomas When you are interviewing people about this topic, of course, as as we all know, it's quite a sensitive topic. So always interview and report this topic with empathy and compassion because it's something that people understandably can be quite concerned and upset about. At the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, we didn't know much about COVID-19. Now scientists have access to a lot of information. So our job as journalists is to make sure that information reaches our audience. So by explaining to your audience the facts and the science, you can help to free them from fear and stigma. There are several kinds of stigma. So we talk about something called perceived stigma, which is when you are worried or concerned about what other people might be saying about you, the ways that other people might be discriminating towards you. Anticipated stigma is when you are worried that that is going to happen. So anticipated stigma, for an example, could be that you choose not to go to a health center because you're worried that people will cast you as somebody who has COVID-19. And then experienced stigma would be the real and visceral effects of discrimination based on the fact that, you know, that could be for various reasons, but because people think you have COVID-19 or they're saying you have it, you know, that might be actual effects like you losing your home or your children being called names at school, you know, all of these things. So stigma is a really complex area with different kinds of stigma. I would really encourage everybody to stay away from using language that could propagate further stigma. And what do I mean by that? Well, for example, you know, there's a difference between stories that humanize people and stories that cast people as as victims. You know, there's certain language that creates more stigma, language that is sensationalized, you know, language like horror. And a good example is when we talk about suspected cases of COVID-19 and we call them COVID-19 suspects. Well, these people have not done anything wrong. They're not going to jail, you know, but if we use that language, we cast further stigma. So as journalists, you know, we all know the power of language and how much good it can do, but we also know the negative side of that. And so I think it's really important to stay away from stigmatizing language and be very mindful when you are reporting to not use words that can actually create further stigma. Empathy and sensitivity, these are tools, you know, and we can really wield them for good as well. So when we're interviewing people about these topics, we want to make sure that they feel listened to and are not fearful of talking to journalists because that can create further stigma. So that really just means listening to people, treating them with respect, addressing sensitive topics with kindness and with compassion. And I think it's really important in epidemics when there's a lot of fear going around. Confidentiality, and this is something that comes up a lot in healthcare reporting, of course. So we can also reduce stigma by being careful not to 
show people's faces. For example, if somebody is leaving a COVID-19 healthcare facility, we don't want to publish a photograph of their face because that could, you know, they could go home and tell their family members and the family members would want to not go back to the clinic because they would be fearful of being stigmatized in the media. So just be very mindful of when we show photographs of people who are receiving treatment and who are going to health facilities either to make sure we have informed consent or to decide for ourselves, well, actually, is this something that could be damaging and could cause stigma and to make sound journalistic decisions that are for the good of community in our country and, and for everybody. This is a production of the Internews Health Journalism Network.